3: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, number one, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight we're going to talk about, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Your power comes from a place deep within. Some say your soul. I agree with that. Your strength comes from your muscles. Your power comes from your heart late, great Bruce Lee owns that one. The power that we're going to talk about is the power that God has given you. He has given you strength also. What we forget is that the power and strength that we have received is for a different purpose. If it's not going to be used selflessly, then it doesn't matter. The power phrase for tonight is... It don't matter. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. Well, it don't matter. Let's start right there. And it's not to take away from anyone else's ideas or or concepts. Is just simply a different aspect, a different perspective of things. So let me start with that.
2: Okay. So, so when I think of it, doesn't matter or it don't matter um, for me when. You know when I'm using that term i in, in in several instances, but in one instance, I use that term um simply because at at that point in time um whatever the question may be, you know it my answer is like it doesn't matter like if you know for instance um you know like. You want to order pizza tonight? It yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, so it's not that I don't want pizza. It's not that I want, you know, that I would prefer something else. It's, you know, order pizza or chicken nuggets, you know, either way would we'll be fine. Um, so when I think of that, it, it's it's almost like, I I'll use it simply because it the result truly doesn't matter. Um, I've also used it in some instances where like I'm just too mentally exhausted to think about making a decision. You know? So you know, so we could just answer be uh, it doesn't matter. And at that point, um in my exhaustion, it you know, it truly does matter. You know, it doesn't matter whether we drink milk or juice. It doesn't matter whether it's, it's ice water or tap water, you know, it's, it's it just give me something to drink, you know, or something like that. So um when I think of it doesn't matter. It's it's in those two aspects. Or when I use it.
4: Well,
3: I know for me, all the times we or misspoke. When I say it doesn't matter, or when when I think that it doesn't matter, it's so minimal that I'm it's it's too too small to put a put a put a thought into it if you will. You know, um there, we have such greater things to really worry ourselves about and press our minds for, to where pizza or chicken nuggets doesn't matter. If it was something that was was a decision that had to be made uh, that's going to affect us spiritually or what have you, our well-being, then of course, we're going to have an answer. And we're going to lock in with the definitive answer. I think we we forget a lot of things that we pressing just doesn't matter. And and we and people get upset with us because we don't have the same energy in it that you do. But then you be like, "Well, pray about it." Then they roll their eyes like, "Oh, Lord." Well, if it's that big a deal that you're asking me, he probably should pray about it. You know what I mean?
4: Mhm.
3: So, again, if if you gotta ask someone else about, you know, if you gotta solicit advice from outside your home per se, it don't matter. Like, pray about it. If you haven't prayed about it then it doesn't matter what I say.
4: True?
2: True? I mean, you're right. It is you know, if you have to solicit advice from anyone outside of your household with respect to um a decision that you're going to make or need to make, you know, for Is for you and your family, then that decision um, you know it's it's not important enough to you um, it certainly isn't gonna be, and I said it because not going to be, the decision that you make for your life is only going to, nine times out of ten, it's only going to affect you and your immediate surrounding family, i.e. the people in your home, right? Um, If you have to seek advice from someone outside of your home, you know, it, it doesn't matter what their opinion is because they don't have to live it. And if it If the decision that you're trying to make is so important to you, then you don't need anyone else's input. You need to pray about it, like you said. And, like, if you you haven't prayed about it, then it's it's not that big of a deal. It, It doesn't matter. You know, because we pray about things that matter. We pray about... Well, I do. I pray about things that matter. I pray about, you know, big decisions that need to be made so that I, you know, know that I'm moving in the right direction.
3: That's how it is. Priorities. Now, technically, I was told way back when, you know, you're supposed to pray about everything. And, you know, maybe... You know, instead of asking me pizza or chicken nuggets, you know, i supposed to talk to God. Uh, I, Me personally, <laughs> I believe that that's a little, you know, I think God I got too much to worry about and then trying to m- help me make a decision between pizza and chicken nuggets. Uh, but it's the important things, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we get so caught up and so gung-ho about going into a situation that we haven't analyzed the entire situation. And then it doesn't go through and you, you upset and you try to manipulate it so that it can go through only to realize, to realize that God has saved you from a situation. Okay. That's the part that we, we forget, like pray about it. And when it doesn't happen that way, it's supposed to happen. Then it won't, because when it's up God, it doesn't, you don't have to force it, if you will. It's a smooth transition. And like we've said it's on here before, smooth, right. start to finish.
2: And then more than that, too, I think that when, um, you know, from from my experience, when God is involved, it's a decision that, you know, you have to make a life decision, life changing decision. Um, and God is involved. Like you said, it's it's a smooth it's a smooth transition, you know what I mean? It's it's no chaos, you know, the direction that you need to go is, is clear cut. It's evident, um, especially when God is involved. So um, it doesn't matter what other people's opinions are or, you know, what kind of questions they have and what kind of thoughts they have. It, it doesn't matter because when God says it, that's it. That's the. That's the. He is. He, what is he is the head and not the tail. You know, he's the first and the last. You know. Uh, he is the king of kings. You know. So, if if he is. You know, and I say that in like all caps. If he is, then whoever
4: else doesn't matter.
3: Right.
4: I agree. It does. I agree. You know, there's
2: there's no need. And, you know, I think that, that too often, too many people um, get into, I don't want to call it a rut, but, you know, like a rut in, in trying to live their life pleasing to. Everyone else around them, and almost like, um, you know, like it's it's almost like a checkpoint for them. You know, let me let me make a pit stop and and you know let I know I just got some tires, but let me let me just make the stop and make sure that you know my folk are alright with what I just did, and you know that's that type of validation. Um, Too many people seek that type of validation, especially from family members or close friends, you know, friends of the family or, you know, people you've been connected with for, for a minute. And it can be draining, you know, trying to live your life but making sure, you know, or have someone else run point on it. Right. You know, because at that point, you're not living for you. You know, like, what, what are you doing? If you're not fulfilling the, the destiny that, that God laid ahead of you for you,
3: you know, what are we doing? That's the question that... uh. the million-dollar question. That's the million-dollar question. If we're not moving in the direction of God Would have us to move and do what he would Have us to do Then what are we doing Anything outside of that doesn't matter
2: (laughs) Doesn't matter Doesn't matter You know and but if we could get to that Point I was watching this Show uh, The other day And There was this Um There's this guy, mid-40s, and his mom had dropped in for a visit on him. And he, you know, was seeking advice. And he asked this lady, he asked his boss's wife, you know, what do you do when, you know, you people basically that you're connected to kind of, you know, invade your life or drop in, you know, in their family. You can't turn your back on them. And uh, and she said, you know, you, you got to know your limits. Know your limits and force your limits. So I say that to say, you know, like, everyone has limits, right? And um, sometimes when we seek advice outside counsel or whatever, they have a tendency to put their limits on us.
3: Absolutely.
2: Things that you know, things that they desire that, or they may have once desired to achieve, um, and can't or didn't. They they like to push those limitations on us, and we have to be. It's okay to have conversations with people like them, and you know, and be connected, and you know, check in every once in a while. But we have to have the. It doesn't matter mindset especially when it comes to you know them offering unsolicited advice or unsolicited opinions
3: I agree I agree let's do this uh let's bring in our guest uh our brother he's been with us a few times, and we'll see what he got to say. Brother Joel, what's going on, man? How you doing today?
0: Hey, all is well. Good evening. How you guys doing? Good evening.
3: Good,
4: thank
3: you. Well, you sat there and heard us. What is your your thoughts
0: on what you've heard so far? So I agree uh, with both. Um, both of you, what you said, and, um, you know, totally feel in my heart if, if everyone knew that um, the answer is with the Lord and we should go to the Lord with all things, the world would be a better place. There's also another perspective, um, in my opinion, though, that, you um, know, Quick, you was talking about the unsolicited advice and the unsolicited opinions. Um, What about the solicited advice, right? So not everyone thinks like we do, and not everyone knows or has a relationship with God like we have. So they don't know where to go. But the ones they go to, that's where we have the opportunity to establish or introduce them um, to the Lord. And, you know, folks will... Whether you recognize it or not, when folks come to you for advice, for true advice, uh, for something that's real to them or something that matters to them, um, the way we respond um, can really help or hurt, right? If we respond in a manner where, you know, we listen, we steer them in the right direction of the Lord versus just giving them what we feel and put our spin on it. Um, if we minimalize that, we, we minimalize them, and we make them feel like they don't matter or what they have going on doesn't matter. Um, so we may not recognize it. When they come to us, it's because they see something in us, if that makes sense, right? They they see the light um, that the Lord has put in us.
3: Well, that's, that's great, and I get that, and I appreciate that perspective. However, when you come to me and you say, Bruh, uh, you know, you want to talk about the situation, that's cool. But when you start asking me for advice and I personally can't uh, do anything to change the situation personally. It, it has to come with you. And nine times out of ten, you I'm not the first person you've asked and I'm probably won't be the last person but the fact of the matter is you have to pray about it right we got to talk to God about it for any and everything mm-hmm. so wouldn't that be a direction that you definitely want to push them towards is to to talk to God
0: yeah absolutely yeah, and, I, and that's what I was saying, you know, I can only, if you come to me about your situation, you know, it's best if, if I can offer my experience, if I've experienced that same situation, um, and how I went to God, if I can experience, bro, hey, you know, I, I've never been in that type of situation, but here's here's what I know you can do, right? You can go talk to God about this, and here's how he helped me when I was going through yeah, and that that's what I was saying. That's how you, you know, we don't want to shoo them away, shun them away, push them away, but help them through pointing them in that right direction versus, hey, man, I can't help you, you know?
2: But let's just be real. It's not like, you know, it's not like everyone we encounter is going to be open to prayer. You know, it's a, like not everyone we encounter have our type of faith or have um you know, like worship our God. You know what I mean? So it's it's how do you you know, if someone is, is seeking advice um and they they come to you, well obviously they see something in you that draws them near, wisdom, um, maybe you know, maybe life experience or, or maybe they just, you know, like the way you you spoke, and, and they felt just comfortable, and you know, ready to open up and 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 see what you would do in certain situations. I mean, so I guess my my ultimate question is 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 what do you do when, you know, you you say, well, you know what, pray about that, you know, and I and I say, well, you know what, I I have prayed about it, and and I don't I don't have my answer. I can't see my path. You know, I I'm coming to you because I uh, I feel like you know I've prayed and and my prayers have gone unanswered. Um, because truthfully that that does happen. People do feel like their prayers go unanswered, and some of them do. probably yeah. because they're not in God's will. But I mean, frankly speaking, what what do you do then? You can't keep turning them away to to something. You know that that they don't feel like they're getting any making any progress on,
0: yeah uh, yeah, that's true, you know, and so the the folks that don't have the faith that we have and the relationship they have, we can only offer it, you know, and offer the introduction, and if they refuse it hey we we've done what we've been asked to do, and um you know even the the disciples you know they were told that people wouldn't accept. And you make the the offer and you walk away. Um, but the folks, you know, there are times when we will pray and we'll feel like God hasn't answered our prayers. And, you know, we become impatient and we start doing things our own way and taking it into our own hands. And that's when we really, you know, truly start making a mess of. And it's hard to encourage folks sometimes through that. that hey, you know what? Um, uh uh, how does it say? Uh, how can I put this in words? It's hard sometimes to encourage folks to continue in prayer, even though they haven't seen their answer right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Sometimes that is hard. It's hard for people to accept it um, because we we live in a world that we want it right now. You know, we live in a world where. We snap them a finger, we can we can order the chicken nuggets online, and hey, they're at the front door. You know, right. uh, I, I need a ride downtown. I can call an Uber. I need a quick meal. I can throw it in the microwave. I want it right now. And um, sometimes it's hard to, to keep folks encouraged um, through that wait, that waiting period. You know, that can become a tough one.
3: I, I, one of the things that you know, you know when, you, when you say these things, we automatically assume that the the person who's asking for the advice knows how to pray or knows how to speak to God. So when you say this, it's like, oh man, you you know, probably should take that to God. And They're sitting here like, yeah, 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 but then in their mind, they're like, like how am I supposed to just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's almost like we just give them part of the the, the,
2: the situation. And I guess for me, is I, I don't necessarily have a problem with you know someone is is asking a, a question or bring up a situation um, that I that I've experienced. I don't I don't necessarily have a problem. Saying, Well, you know, if it were me, I would do this, or when when I encountered that situation, this is what I did, or this is how I handled it um, you know i i don't I don't have a problem offering that type of insight um in and, and at times i i've you know I've said, you know well, well, if I may recommend a different approach. Um, or if I may recommend you know like I sit home, so in dealing with the client, you know, and just hearing you know some of some of my client's concerns about where to move and and the type of home that um she desired it I had to offer advice um, and I had to offer her a different perspective um so that she could make the best decision for her, not necessarily leaning her or leading her down one path versus the other, but just, you know, opening a few doors so she could choose which one to walk through, I would say. So um, I've had to do that before. And, you know, at that point, you know, my advice did matter because it helped her understand a little bit more about what she needed and which direction she needed to move in as far as looking for our home
3: hmm.
2: You know what I mean So like, they, I think There are times when I mean obviously God gives us, us The spirit of discernment So there are times when You know you in the conversation And he'll put it on you And be like just tell him to come to me You know just, hey, this this too big for you. Tell him to come to me. And then there are times where he, you know, he's given us enough wisdom and enough life experience to throw out, um, you know, certain scenarios and certain options in order for that person to make an, an informed decision.
3: Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of those things where, personally, for me, when all this fails, you know, I'm going to send you to God because that's what I'm going to. I'm not going to send you or tell you to go to God and, and I'm going someplace else. You know what I mean? Hmm. So we kind of got to live it how we, how we speak it. I mean, I my situation, I can tell you like, again, like people said, we could talk about my situation And how it happened for me but you got to understand that all our you can't factor all mine in with yours the elements are different so that's I believe that that's the difference maker you know I can't can I tell you about you know a child support issue yeah but yours probably different than mine you know what I mean There's There's no situation Is a one size fit all But I think God can cover He's one size fit all
4: That's right I I agree with that for sure
3: So I, I mean At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter like if you have it personally if you have, if I haven't taken it to God, it don't matter, and you know it's bad if if, if we both sit down and and take it to God, oh we gotta get some, some things will start moving there because it was done in the order that it was supposed to, so I believe that that's the same way when you're having conversations. Don't call me and tell me about your Wi Fi or ask me about Wi Fi situations. We're in two different places. All I can do is give you all the people who, all the Wi Fi providers, or the internet providers, excuse me. And you go from there. But what worked for me may not work for you. My life is tailor made for me. Can we agree to that?
2: We, we can we can agree to that, but okay. So I so I have a question. You know, like what if? And don't get me wrong. I'm just coming, trying to see this thing from a different angle. Um, back to you know what we what we said before. You know, it's if you if you have a person who's coming to you because they don't have a connection to God, how are you going to keep? putting that on. Them, you know what I mean? Like if if God is putting his disciples in place to 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 lead and to to draw people near and closer to, you you got to start somewhere. You want to end at take it to God, but you got to have a starting point. Like Everybody needs somebody, right? So it's it's they just again just trying to gather information to make a decision of some type. And again, maybe their faith isn't where ours is or it's it's non existent. So you how is it fair for us to just say go to God when as a believer um, he's given us enough to lead them to the water. You know what I mean? Like it's we're trying to make them drink the water, but we're not we're not taking them to the water. So, isn't it? Don't we want to be the um, the the person they come back to, so that we can have um, or increase our chances and more opportunities to to bring them to God or, you know, to introduce them to
4: Christ?
3: Well, again, my start will be, have you prayed about it? Now, you can be perfectly honest with yourself and say, well, I don't believe in God or know what happened or what have you. And I'll tell you straight up, like, well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna take it to God. You, you can take it to God yourself, and and
2: so So you're not gonna offer me if if I come to you and 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 I have a situation, um, and you know, situation that you know, like, I don't know, um, something you can you can relate to, you know, and. you going and and you say, Okay, well have you taken it to God? No, I haven't. I you know, truth truth be told, I don't know how to take it to God and I don't know if I'm very interested in taking it to God. What you gonna tell me? You gonna turn your back on me and say, Well, you you know you need to figure that out? Or are you gonna say, Well well why is that?
3: Depends on the situation. One, uh and it depends on who's bringing it to me. If you bring it to me, my my instinct is to fix it. Right, wrong, and different. i deal Me and God I have a conversation about it later. That's me. But when you're dealing with somebody else, you know, me and someone else, I'm not looking at, I can't fix their situation. Only God can fix their situation. And themselves.
2: So you don't give brothers advice?
3: Me and brothers have conversation. We we have conversations. But I don't really know if you want to qualify it as advice.
2: Look, okay, would you say that those conversations that you have, they matter?
3: But it's more of an educational they- position than in a, a council position. Okay. I'll give. I'm gonna give just like you're doing. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna lay everything down on the table, so you can make a decision based on all the information that's before you.
4: Right. Okay.
3: Anything beyond that, because be mindful. It's like, as a, as a as a pastor, or as a shepherd, if you lead your your flock astray, you're gonna be held accountable. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be held accountable for for anything that happens to someone else under my advisement. But, it,
2: okay, I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Now, being a devil's advocate here, you know, just because you give them advice don't mean they have to take it. Like, ah, you know, just.
3: See, see, that's true. I'm sorry. That is so true, and we're facing that right now. I'm only responsible for what I say. Not for what you understand. But the problem is this. The problem is this. Because of the time and the society that we're living in, we're always, always going to be held accountable, not only in God, but by the people, because they went out and, and, you know, did something stupid. Well, well, look, man.
2: Like, if you to me, okay. dude, so
3: I did it, and they are like
2: so look, really. Here's the thing, right? I I understand what you're saying, but that the reason why that doesn't make sense to me is because if you and I are having a conversation, and I'm telling you, look, time's hard. You know, I I think I I need to hit the streets again. You know, like my my job ain't. Ain't, ain't bringing in enough, you know. My kids need this, you know. Kids need that, and you know, I I gotta do something else to make ends meet. And you lay it out to me, and you say, look, you know, I understand what you're saying, and and you know, you lay out these different these different options or different scenarios of how things could could you know you you could get out there, get in the street, and 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 hustle a little bit, and you know, and be okay. But you 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 could also end up uh, going to jail behind it, right? So you you just give me the education behind the, the decisions that I have that I could make, right? I hear what you're saying. I go out a week later, and I go ahead and, you know, hit the streets. Boom, I'm out there at it again. I can't hold you responsible for that. How am I going to hold you responsible for a decision that I made? Yes, I spoke to you about it. Yes, you gave me some insight. But you didn't make my decision for me. You didn't put a gun to my head. You didn't say, do this, do that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I knowingly made a conscious decision. To go back To the street To do what I felt like I had to do In order to make You know My wheels turn You know what I mean So How can I hold you responsible For That
3: Because Anytime we make a bad decision It's never our fault But if some good Come from it Oh that was all me
2: so, so we need a foul guy.
3: Of course, that's that's yeah, that's the position of the black man since the beginning of time.
2: Yeah, so it's it's you know we see, and that's that's the thing that you know obviously it's a different conversation for a different day, but you know, it, so we're moving away from being responsible for your own actions. We're moving away from you know like owning your shit, as I would say. You know that's what that's what we tell ours. You know like. Right, wrong, or indifferent, if you if you do it, if you did it, whether it's, you know, it comes out good or bad, you know, say you did it. Own it. You know, offer so, an apology and keep on moving. Fix it and keep on moving. Um. Own it. So you're saying. True. I'm saying what? You're saying at this day in this society, like, Nobody wants to take responsibility for their failure or for their part in, you know, something that goes wrong.
3: No, I don't want, I can't look bad. Everything I post, I got the perfect life. I got the perfect wife. I got the perfect this. I got the perfect that. So when something screw up and go wrong, it's somebody else's fault. It's not me. I'm perfect. But the fact of the matter is there's zero, there's, excuse me. I don't want to put that number out there. There's so few people who want the responsibility and the, and, the, and to be held accountable for their actions. If I screw up, you know, I took my head up. I'll take it on the chin. You know, and I did that. Would I do it again, I probably so, but next time I ain't going to get caught this way. I mean, I'm just saying that's just how it is. But the bottom line is this. Own yours. And you'll realize that, truthfully, as a man, what I say to you don't matter. I can tell you not to do it. You go do it anyway because of your situation. But I say, "Bro, don't do that, man," because it is that twenty third, you'll say, "But you don't understand. My kids need shoes." You go convince me why you should do it. True.
4: Yeah. If that's
3: the direction I'm trying to go with. So what I say don't matter. Go ahead, do your thing, player. God bless you. Hope you keep it safe. That's all I got for you.
4: (laughs) So is that... Don't be trying to write me no letter after you get caught and be be like,
3: like, oh, man, you tried to tell me.
4: Nope. (laughs) Return the. So
2: is that what we tell people? You know, hey, look, you know what? I mean... It, do do we just, you know what? I I know you call, you know, looking for advice and answers. You know, I ain't got nothing for you, brother. All I can tell you is, is going to pray about it because my words, they aren't gonna mean anything to you, for you or your situation.
3: Have I said that yeah? Yes, I have. What what you ask me for? You ain't gonna listen. I'm going to leave you right there. What you mean I ain't going to listen? How you know I ain't going to listen? Because I told you not to get the call because it is that two and the third. You got it. And where is that now? Broke down. I, I told you do to go here. You did. What happened? I got arrested. See, so me telling you what to do based on experience, because you've asked me, is doing absolutely nothing. So all I can do to save me headache and heartache is say, bro, you got to pray about that thing, man. You got to pray about it. You got to ask God the -hmm. direction you should go. Because you ask me again, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it to God. And maybe you got locked up because God was trying to look out for you. Yeah. Just slow yeah, you down so you can listen this time that. My brother Joel What you think man
0: Hey I'm enjoying it man. <laughs> You know it's <laughs> hey, hey we have those situations No doubt you got one that just doesn't Listen but you finished it Right there at the end You said listen man you haven't listened to me before Here's what I'm telling you, man. Go to God and let him steer you in the right way. And you, that was the cherry on top of the ice cream right there. And, you know, we, we have those folks, no doubt, and they will continue to come. Um, continue to come. Even though they don't listen, they're coming because they value what you give them. But uh, if they value
2: it? Not to cut you off, just just to, just, no, ex- good. just to ex- explain that, value it. Because you're right, you do have people, they don't listen, and they keep coming back, and they keep coming back. So if there was any value in what we were given, wouldn't they follow something?
0: Weak mind, I don't know, temptation. Mm-hmm. They're strong when they with you and mm-hmm. get weak when they leave you.
2: Ah now okay okay i could I could see that you know like you know when when you have conversations with people and in that moment you feel so you know inspired and 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 quite honestly you know you could feel the presence of God there and you you just like lift it and you know you walk away with with this not with this good outlook on what's to come, and then the seeds that were planted before, like the negative seeds, start to slowly you know take control of your mind and and you go back to being full of doubt and full of negative energy um so I could see. I can definitely see that, you know, people losing the, the spirit or losing the, the you know, positive energy when when they're not around the positive people. Um, but for the life of me, I I don't understand the people who who you come to me, you know, with with man problems. i told you multiple times, you know, here's what you should have done or should do. Now, here we are, two months later, you're in the same situation, and you're coming back again for the same advice, you know, same issues. So I don't, I guess, you know, I, I, I can't figure out, like, how come they hadn't figured it out yet? Like, how come you, ain't, you haven't figured out how to get yourself out of this bondage yet? If I've told you, you know, if, I, if I've given you advice, and I've even told you, you know what, go on and go on and take that thing to God. And, you know, here we are. You, you know, you still haven't been delivered. And you're telling me you're taking it to God. Could could they just be fronting and saying, yeah, well, I prayed about
1: it, but.
3: Mm. <laughs> but.
4: So, when you, pray, when you
3: pray about it and you don't get what you want, or do, do you take it as, you know, God ain't answering? Possibly. Of course we do.
2: And, I mean, listen, most people, you know, to, to include my, myself, you know, like, we we pray for things to happen. And if they don't happen exactly how we envision, then we feel like we've been, you know, we haven't been blessed or God hasn't answered our prayer. You know, like, for, for instance, we talk about, you know, um, people in our family who, who have been affected by um, what do you call it, like, either drugs or alcohol or some sort of addiction. You know, when 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 I prayed, you know, for people my, my my family to be free of that, right? And and while I'm praying for freedom, I envision freedom being, you know, delivered from that spirit and 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 still able to, you know, have their freedom. I didn't envision, you know, like them get getting caught with the substance and, you know, having to go in due time. Now, while God did deliver them, you know, it didn't deliver the way I envisioned, but delivered nonetheless. You know, I'm obviously looking at that like, well, shoot, that wasn't my prayer because I ain't praying for them to go to jail. You know, I prayed for him to be free of the drugs. You know what I mean. So of course, people will 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 say or not believe that they've been that their prayer hadn't been answered because it wasn't answered in the way that they've envisioned or in the way that they want it to be answered.
3: Yeah, that's usually how how it uh, how it is. Again, you, you, not, you're, 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 you're praying vaguely. You know what I mean? If you want specifics, then you got to pray for, specific, for specifics. When it comes to that type of situation, again, you can pray all day, but if this person don't want to do it, then they're not going to do it. So we forget that first step okay. is talking to them to see if they want to do it. And I'm only speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I
2: mean, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I was just saying, saying to the point of, you know, we, if prayers being answered but not being answered the way we envision, so we think that they are not being answered. Yeah, oh, that's all.
3: But that's, again, that's <clears throat> that's very true. It's an answer. It's just not the answer we was looking for.
2: Right, so so in that we we keep seeking or taking the same burdens to God, you know, leaving the same, trying to lay the same burden down multiple times, and it's already been, you know, answered. It's already been the problem. had already been solved. Um, but yet and still, you know, we we keep keep going back for the same for the same advice and so we do we hold ourselves in, in bondage because of that
3: we <clears throat> you can't make somebody else problem yours <clears throat> once you pray you're supposed to leave it on. from what I understand you're supposed to leave it alone so <clears throat> you pray and and, and God moved at the time he's supposed to move. For me personally, it, it didn't matter that they got locked up. You know what I mean? Because it was saving them from whatever situation that was about to happen. When it happened, me directly, you know, family member. And I was like, what happened? And oh, you just got some days in county for that? Oh. I thank God it was only as bad as it was. Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So we're, we're looking at it like monistically. You know, like from a very I, I guess one-sided, but God, he got area of view, so he see everything we don't see. That would be the only advice that I would give someone. Take it to God, because he got area of view. He see what you've been through, and he see where you're going. Would you agree? Yeah, i don't just think that at all. Brother Joe, would, 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 am I doing it wrong or, or,
0: or talk to? You? Yeah, I, I agree. You know, we don't always uh, like Miss Quick said. We we want it the way we prayed for it. Um, We don't understand the delay We don't understand the answer And we don't Always see the answer We think it hasn't been answered So we continue to take it to them Because we don't take the time um, To look and see what has changed Sometimes we're blind to it We don't recognize it's already been answered You know Brother you were speaking about Just a few days in the county We would see that as punishment We don't realize that that, those, Those few days May have been the answer It may have been that you know what That gave them time to think And to understand hey this life I'm living This way I'm going There's no There's no light at the end I mean I'm just going down Over and over and over Situation here where it's always going to be bad Nothing good is going to come from it
3: So you go at mindset. You think it's more of a mindset or conditioning that they, do they think that way, or do you think it's
0: ignorant out of sheer ignorance? Man, I you know I can only speak for myself. I was looking at the perks and didn't see anything other other than the perks of doing it right. I I couldn't see the danger. I couldn't see um, the the never-ending cycle of it. Um, I was looking at the perks. You know did not I d I didn't I didn't want to understand anything else and you know, at that point in life I didn't have anyone positive uh examples around me.
3: Okay.
0: So I wouldn't say I was ignorant, but in a way I was. <laughs> and that's well, just my own experience. But
3: well, that's just lack that's just lack of knowledge. You know what I mean? I I mean I'm using it proper way. So because of the lack of knowledge and, and maybe because of the environmental influence is the reason why, you know, things happen the way they happen. Because you thought that this was the way it's supposed to happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, make no mistake about it. Now, we, you know, we uh, are <laughs> in, in a similar boat. May, may not be uh <laughs> but it's 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 just it's just it, it could've it could have came from a place of of, of not knowing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So again, if you don't know, it is our job to teach. You know what I mean? If you don't know God, let us introduce you, you know, why are you the way that you are? Because of God. All this is because of God. And he can do That's it for you too. Right? So then you start going and you explain like you may not like how so you may not change the environment right now, but it'll happen when it's time it'll happen.
4: I'm sure
3: Just I, reason,
0: it'll
3: happen. C. Right. And that's the part that again we, we leave out that it's supposed That it is supposed to happen, especially when God is involved. Anything outside of it again doesn't matter. Yeah. Does it, we was mentioning earlier about I'm only responsible for what I say and not for what you understand. Is that?
4: Mm.
3: Are we perpetuating the? Ign- are we uh, feeding into the ignorance with that? With that statement, because if we speak and wow. don't give understanding, then we are adding to the ignorance.
0: Yeah, you can look at it like that. I believe. Yeah.
3: Miss Quick, what's Not your like thought it, on that? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Brother Joe. Go
0: ahead. No, you, no, it's it's like I was just thinking, it like, just hit me. It's like it's how much you invest in your answer, right, or how much you invest in that person that's come to you. Right, so I don't think, you know, you may have a few randoms that come here and there asking you some things or whatever, but most of the time it's folks that know you or, or you know them, y'all know of each other. There's some type of bond already there. And, you know, uh, I think naturally the more the more we care, the more we invest to, to in our answer to give them knowledge. Yes,
3: yes. Okay, so it should be more of a, a let me research and get back to you.
0: Right, you know, if you don't have it, you're right. I mean – I mean, we we spoke about you know leading them to to God and praying on it, and, yeah. you know if if you know that they're not going to accept it, still you know offer, and if they you still you know there's this desire that you know I am going to be my brother's keeper and I'm going to help this kid, you know, and if it's, it's something that you can't relate to, man, hold hold tight. Let me let me grab quick. Let me let me grab, Joe. Let me grab John. Let me grab Miss Quick. <laughs> Because, um, cause, you know, she's lived through this, he's been through this and let me try to find you some help, man.
3: Okay. Miss Quick. You know he just told me I could come to you now. What's your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: I, I think that to answer the question, are we um I guess are we compounding? I wouldn't say compounding the issue, but are we contributing to? You know, like I'm only responsible for what I say, not how you respond. Um, I think that, or not, not what you understand. And I think that yes, you are both right to to some extent. Um, I am responsible for for what I say, but I am also responsible to what you understand because. We all know that um, communication isn't perfect, and so how you say something may not exactly be how I perceive it. And perception is reality. Yes, it would be on me to ask for clarification, but if if we have a relationship of some sort, and I, I come to you all the time, um, just knowing your style of communication, you know, at, I feel like at some point you're going to bring that that comment or, the, or that, you know, that um, advice or whatever it is, you're going to bring that point. Right back around if we talk long enough, you know what I mean. Like at some point in that conversation, you're gonna you're gonna hit it again, and I'm gonna be able to understand exactly what you mean. Um, if I don't have a relationship with you, then I may not know how to ask you to elaborate a little bit. I may not, you know, we not we may not be sitting and talking for 15 minutes to where you know you're gonna say it again and I'm gonna get the clearer picture. So I think that if there's a moment. When you see the person is puzzled or if the person isn't really engaged in the conversation, then I think it is our responsibility to say it, whatever it may be, a different kind of way Um, so that we know that they've received what we put out.
3: Okay. Again, we're still on, on soliciting advice. Just, just, just so you know, uh, or not you per to but listen, when, you, when someone comes to you and asks you a question, shouldn't they be prepared for your true answer? Because if, if if not, if they're just looking for somebody to to to, to confirm their stupid idea, is a good idea. Eh, like you can go online for that. You know what I mean?
2: Right. So so okay. So if we're sitting in in we're about to eat, and I'll I'll say. Um, what do you have so I can, you know, like what, um do you have anything I can eat my spaghetti with? And you say, sure, get a utensil. What if I've never heard the word utensil? So, when you say that, although although you know, although you know you're giving me, I'm ready for your truth, right? but But you use the word that I'm not familiar with. So, when you say that, like I, I don't move right away because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, he said utensil. I would have, you know, I probably was thinking of a fork. And you say, sure, get, you know, fork is right there. Um, But you said utensil. So, you know, you, you threw me off because I w- while I was ready for your answer, I wasn't ready for you to use a word I wasn't familiar with.
3: And, and, and that makes sense. however, if you if you ask the question, if you say, Hey, uh, where where are the utensils? And they'd be like, Oh, in the third drawer right there. Like right, and then you open it up and you see forks, spoons, knives and everything else that you may find in there. Then it's like, Oh, that's what that's what that means. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta ask the so,
4: question.
2: Right. But see if I don't know, that's that's my point. If if I'm not familiar with your style of communication, um, therefore not familiar with you, then a question and answer session like that is going to be awkward. And I may not know. Like, you know, what if my comfort level isn't there with you to to say, okay, where are they at? Where are your temples at? You know, because in my mind, if I ask you, you know, I'm I'm still thinking fork. You know what I'm saying? Like you said one thing and you gave me the answer, which is the correct answer. I'm just not familiar with it. I'm thinking along the lines of a fork. How do we bridge that gap when there's no familiarity between the two people? You see what I mean? And that's, that's what I'm saying. So to an extent we are responsible for what we say but we also are responsible for you know, it's just like when we teach the kids. You know, like you can you could say use your silverware or use your utensil and, and they may be looking at a spoon, you know, they'll pick it up and say, You mean this
4: daddy?
3: Phone. Right.
2: Right. they would, but someone that that don't know you very well may not be that comfortable um, bringing a question back to you around
3: because they don't want to look stupid. Uh oh, because they're. Pregnant. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like, like, like they they don't want to. They don't. Although they may not be stupid, but they don't want to appear like they don't know what you're talking about. So they may just take it on the chest and be like, "Yeah, you know, okay," and <laughs> you know, and still walk away with with no understanding of of what just
3: happened. Well, I'm going to
0: let Joel attack
4: that one. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah, so, you know, I think it is important to to know your audience. It's important for the audience to know the mediator, right? So, like, I I know um, from the little I do know, I know if I go to quick for some advice, quick going to give it to me raw, uncut. But guess what? That's the way I want it. That's the way I like it. So that's going to keep me going back to him. Now, um, me naturally, I'm not going to go to a stranger um, for advice, someone that I do not know because I don't know where the heart's at. They don't know me. I don't know them. I don't know what's going to come out. But when I do go to the one, I I know already when I go to quick, I know what I'm going to get. So I do have to be prepared for what he's going to tell me. If I, if I go to pastor for advice, I need to be prepared for him to give me good, strong, sound, biblical advice that may include him telling me what I've done wrong and what I need to do different, right? I have to be ready for it for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that 100%. You must know. And even when someone comes to you, Effective one of the keys in effective communication is knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. So if you know that you know uh, he he seventh grade mentally, you shouldn't probably treat, converse with him on a collegiate level. Hey, you man. know what I mean? Because you're gonna it's gonna get lost in translation. That's the part for me. That's why I fall short. I speak to everybody like you know like they at least collegiate <laughs> at least and and when and when Ms. Quick was talking about All right, son use your simple word. Stop eating with your hand and you and talking three and four. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's where it get lost in the in the translation and get lost because of the audience again. Because he's a grown man. Yeah. Because he's forty, fifty years old, doesn't mean that he is forty, fifty intellectual.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's important to speak in my language. It's important for me to go speak to someone who speaks my language. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that's truly that. That's how you. That's how you keep the attention. That's how you draw the person. Right. Uh, you know. When I was introduced to the Lord the, the man that introduced me Spoke my language Lived my life At a different time That's He taught the word He spoke the word in a way that I understood it Right mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and that's how you draw I mean if You read it straight out of the book Some folks going to get confused Not going to understand and are not going to want to hear any more but when you speak it in application, speak it in a way that they understand it, then you draw their mind, you draw their heart, you draw their attention, and then they want to hear more.
3: That's the, now we see what the the, the, the key is. <clears throat> when well, someone comes to you for advice, maybe you I'm I'm logical. Right? So I'm only gonna think about it, speak on, you know, the facts and and all, you know. I never speak on someone's relationship because it's on you only give me your part. And of course your part is gonna make them sound like the bad guy. You know what I mean? Uh mm-hmm. but if you ask to me about a, a, a deal or a car or what have you You know, I want to know the facts. And I'm only going to tell you based on what you're telling me. So you please don't take this as, as solid because just based on the information you gave me, I would go another direction. I think prefacing it with that allows it to essentially take the blame off of you. As Ms. Quick was mentioning earlier, you know, uh, you can take the blame off of you that way, because again, uh, I wouldn't have did that if you know I did that because Quick told me to. Mhm.
0: Yeah, true. One of one of like you know, one of the key things when when you are speaking with someone, a lot of times is to repeat back what you heard. Right. So so Quick, man, this is what you brought me. So this is what you're telling me. You know this, that, and the third. This is what you're telling me, correct? So with that, here's the advice I would tell you. and uh, that is a key part in communication is sometimes you know, and not sometimes a lot of times is repeat back what you've been told. And that gives the person that came to you a better understanding. Hey, you know what? They're listening to me. He he gets it. He he, he heard everything I said. And again, like you said, it it, it puts it back where you're 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 answering based off the facts that you're given.
3: See, us men got shit together. Yeah, I see. <laughs> so, what, what, what do you what do you think in that in the direction that you just heard? What do you think about what you just heard? I I
4: agree. And I agree i mean there there's
2: you know there's there's I think that people like to be some people seek counsel or seek advice um because they really don't know how mm-hmm. to maneuver through a situation. Some people seek advice just as a way to to give you an update um, on on what's going on with them without having to throw themselves, you know, right in the front of of a conversation. Um, Some people seek advice simply because they're looking for a scapegoat just in case something goes wrong. Um, Some people seek advice simply because they know it's wrong. But they need somebody in their corner so they can justify why they went left. Right. Um, so I think that even for the various reasons that people seek counsel of any sort, um, one, I do agree with, with at, at some point trying to, to to bring God back in it, whether we tell them you know, to pray about it or, you know, like i let me let me let me pray for you or with you or or what have you. Um, I do think that you know it it is on us to educate, um, especially if we have the knowledge to do so so that that person can make a, a better informed decision, but also encourage them to educate themselves on whatever it is they they're, de- they're dealing with. Um, and if I don't know if we get the feeling that you know it's a scapegoat kind of situation, then then I think it's on us to call them on their bullshit. I mean, just straight up, you know, just like just like you said earlier. Look, you come to me, you know, for the same question over and over again, you know, or you you always come to me. I always give you you know advice, and you don't ever listen, so. What's going to be different now? I think that it's important that we start. Um, if we don't, that we start doing that so that people understand um, that they got to change. You know, it's, it's like if you, you you keep you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna keep getting what you get. You know, but you know, it's it's like the very one time you step out the box and you do something different, God will surprise you.
3: Mm. Yeah, I believe he will. Uh.
4: So you know, we.
3: <laughs> right?
0: So and, and you know, when you do that, right? I mean, that shows that you care, right? And and you when you said you give them the knowledge if you have it, you know, one of the first statements Quick made when he was opening tonight, he's talking about um, gifts God give you. Understand that they're not just for you Right so that that knowledge You've been given it's not given for you To hold on to That care and concern that encouragement Whatever the gift may be That that God has given you He didn't give it to you to hold on to He gave it to you to Give others right so And sometimes it is calling Somebody on (laughs) Calling them out on it right Um, That's showing that you care and, and a lot of folks, you know, they don't they don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care, right?
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you got to teach them about insanity. But you keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting them a different result.
2: Right. Uh uh-huh. Absolutely. When
3: you when you when you have these these conversations with people. You know, and, and they're and they're very, very delicate, right? Because you don't know. You really want to get the, the, the truth out, and get the, you know, to really see where they, where the head is, because it could be to some detriment that they're speaking. So you really want to be careful in what you say. Or you could be a a damn conspirator on in somebody's court case you know what I mean and me personally when all this fails my my default answer is you got to take it to God however you see that is however you see that is you got to take it to God Mm -hmm. meditation you know pray to your statue what Whatever you do to get your counsel, wherever you go and talk to God, you got to go and talk to him because only he can give you the answer that you're looking for. And also, I must That's warn right. you, you got to be ready to accept that answer. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't got to be honest with me. Because, you know, you want me to see it's perfect. Cool, I see it's perfect. But the fact of the matter is, God already knows. You can be honest with him. He's definitely going to give you the answer. As we always pray, let your will be done, but we forget what we say or do we even know what we say. But either way it goes, we always say let your will be done. You got to accept it. So if he remove you from the situation, or he don't let the deal go through for the car, the house, whatever. It's for a reason. Yeah. So you got it. The and, you rest know, don't you,
0: matter. You, for me, man, you, you really just, you, you hit me hard just now about being ready, being ready for that answer. You know, uh, several, several years back, and i just briefly share, right? Um Something came up in life and for some reason I didn't understand at this point I was asked to um, deliver a eulogy at a funeral. Never done it before, had no idea what to do. Um, So I I called somebody that I trust, somebody that's uh, deeply rooted in God, and uh, I just knew, Mm -hmm. right, that he's going to give me the answer, right? Call him up, look, man, I need some help I don't know what to do He says, what you got going on? I told him He said, man, you got to go to God And at that moment I'm going to be honest with you I was so disappointed, right? Mad, I was like, what? This joker just told me I got to go to God I'm asking him for help Now as my relationship strengthened in Christ Then I understood that if he gave me advice he was going to be telling me what to do versus yeah. God leading me on what to do, right? Yeah. But at that moment, at that moment, man, mm-hmm. I was some old man, bro. I was I was hurt, right? right? Just the one person I know I can call, and he's telling me that he can't help me, right? Had no understanding at all at that moment that he was giving me the best advice because mm-hmm. in any situation like that where you're going to go, speak in front of people um it needs to be god led right not led by him not his ideas on what i should do but straight from god it took me a while to understand mm-hmm. it but uh, after,
3: accountable. yeah you got the power to, to, to guide the flock whichever direction you want So yeah, I
0: think you. I think that was. I think that was great advice. Yeah, it was. It was the best, no doubt. Mm. Tough to hear. <laughs> it was like after oh, you know. You
3: don't. You don't want to hear. You big. want. You want to hear what you're looking for.
0: That's right. And if
3: it's not what you're looking for, you're gonna. You may call somebody else up. Or, or keep going until somebody else tells you that that bad idea of yours is actually a good idea. Yeah. That's where we're at as a people today. That's where we're at. So if I come to you I say, "Bro, man, look at here, bro. My wife's made this cornbread. Oh, Bro, she put too much honey on there, and you would be like, "Well, did you tell her? Nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell her." You like, well, you might want to tell that to God, then. and maybe he can give you the words to tell her. You know what I mean? Like, mm. how, how would you know? You don't know all the details. That's right. Is it every time? Is it one time? Is it, you know? You don't know. Or maybe you find out it's a, it called for a, a spoon of honey, and she thought it's, it, it called for a cup of honey. You don't know all the details. That's, that's the whole point. You know, you gotta know all the details. Miss Quick, by the way, your cornbread with the honey is great. Thanks. <laughs>
0: You gonna eat your cornbread?
3: Oh, for sure, here I am. <laughs> yes, I am. You gotta be a bad mother to come out here and take my cornbread. <laughs> but again, it is. It, it goes back to if if you have, if you're not gonna take it to God, then it really don't matter. If you're not gonna take it to God, then it does not matter.
2: I can support that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can support that.
3: At the end of the day, that's all we have. All we have is is God and each other. So, (laughs) go to the source, cut out the middleman, it's cheaper. Yeah, that is true. Well, in this case, it's less headache and heartache. Go directly to the go directly to the source <laughs> and cut out the middle, man. It's less headache and heartache. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think it's more appropriate for for this. Well, Anything? we can wrap it up. You know, starting to get to work. Go out here and, and make a difference, mm-hmm. and recognize, and realize, understand, and get clarity whether. What position do you want me to take? Do you, you just want me to listen? Do you want me to fix it? Or do you want me to pray for you? Because the last two answers are the same thing. I'm going to pray for you. The first answer, I'm willing to pray with you. But either way it goes, prayer is going to be in the picture. Prayer definitely going to be mm-hmm. in the picture. So, listen, if everybody's hearts and minds clear, we can go out here and get to work. And see what difference we can make. Miss Quick, your heart, and mind clear?
2: Yes, it is.
3: Thank you, and I love you, brother Joel. Your heart, and mind clear?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: Thank you, bro. And we really appreciate you, man. You want to uh, be the guest and go on the prayers out?
0: most gracious heavenly father lord we thank you for this opportunity tonight once again god um to expound on this situation god and and share our our beliefs and our passion for christ god and attempt to help others lord as they go through their lives lord i pray that we continue to be courageous and take the opportunities you provide for us lord to help someone else give them advice god most important steer them in your direction lord we thank you for this platform we thank you for all of those that lord that are listening in god and i just pray um, that, that Lord we help someone Tonight if we just help one Lord that that one Can go help another God Lord we thank you for who you are we thank you for All that you've done and Lord we thank you For the plans you have in our lives Lord we give you all the honor glory and praise And I pray these things in the name of your Son Jesus amen 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 Amen. amen. Y'all have a good
3: night Thank you you too Well that thank
4: concludes you,
3: tonight's episode uh, From the Streets to the pulpit. I mean, hold the one with Miss Quick and uh Brother Joel and Pastor Robinson in his absence. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Seek God first in everything that you do and all the answers that you're looking for will come to you. He is the solution, he is the resolver, everything that you need, he's your problem solver. We'll listen. But understand that it's only limited. God knows where you've come from, and he knows where you're going. So love God. Seek him. Love your neighbors. Love yourself. Stay clean. Peace.